This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and today we're going to talk about why businesses fail. Well, one of the very many reasons why businesses fail. Let's think about business as the dinner table. And at the dinner table is a family. There are four members of the family. The parents are Brad and Elma. The children are Eddie and Claire. And in this family, Brad is a stay-at-home parent, and Elma goes to work 50 hours a week, has a high-stress job, and gets paid a lot. And although Brad doesn't go to work, he has a very important job because he supports Elma, and she can go out into the world and make money and not have to worry about taking care of the house, the yard, making sure the children get to school, all that stuff. They even have a little bit extra. So they get to go on vacations like to Disney World. They get to buy nice cars. They're doing well. Eddie is the oldest of the two children. And he has a tendency to be a little domineering. He's a typical oldest child. He likes to be in control. He likes to know everything. He likes to get first shot at things. And sometimes he can even come off a little bit arrogant. And that leaves us Claire, the youngest. And sometimes she's shy and she's whiny and she can come off spoiled and easily gets pushed around by Eddie. Claire just wants a little tension, though, and she looks up to Eddie. She idolizes Eddie. And Eddie Eddie does do everything he can do to take care of his little sis. But what happens one day when Elma decides that she is more important than the rest of the family? What happens if Brad decides it's time to take a break from supporting Elma or getting the kids off the school bus? What happens when Eddie decides he's more important than Claire? What happens if Claire decides she doesn't like Elma or Brad because they have too many rules? You know what happens. The family breaks. In Simon's work, he regularly references the business, employees, and customers. And in this analogy, Brad is business. Eddie is employees, Claire is customers. Well, that leaves out Elma. Well, Elma is executives. And I've added her because I think executives are the fourth and unique class of a player in this game. Executives are the in-between between the business and the employees. They're the linchpin that keeps the engine attached to the fuel tank. So now we're going to go back and I'm actually going to reread using the real names. Let's think about business as the dinner table. And at the dinner table is a family. And there are four members of the family. The parents are named business and executives. The children are named employees and customers. In this family, business is a stay-at-home parent. And Elma, the executive, goes to work 50 hours a week in a high-stress, but highly financially rewarding field. And although business does not go to work, It's a very important job in the family because business supports the executives so that the executives don't have to worry about taking care of the house and the yard and making sure the kids get to school, etc. And in return, the executives are able to go out into the world and make money, not only to sustain the family, but to get a little extra for wants, like vacations to Disney World, nice cars. Employees is the oldest of the two children. And employees has a tendency to be a little domineering. And like a typical first first child, they like to be in control. 
they like to know everything. We've got first shot at things and sometimes even can come off a little arrogant. And that leaves us with customers, the youngest. Sometimes shy, sometimes whiny, sometimes spoiled, sometimes pushed around by employees. Customers just want a little attention and they look up to the employees. And for the most part, the employees do everything possible to take care of the customers. But what happens one day when the executives decide that they are more important than the rest of the family? What happens when the business decides it's time to take a break from supporting the executives? or getting the kids, the employees, and the customers off the school bus? What happens when employees decide they're more important than customers? What happens when customers decide they don't like the executive or the business because they have too many rules? The whole thing breaks. I'm using this metaphor to better relate something as complex as business to what most people understand, which is the complexity of their family. Any one member of a family can inspire or destroy the rest of it through their actions. Simon makes some interesting statements about the status of business today and how things have changed over time. Some of the changes are loud and some are very quiet. Just like in a family, struggles and changes, positive or negative, can impact just single members of the family, multiple members, or everybody. So if employees get in a fight with customers and customers run away, what happens to the family? If executives come home one day, just a miserable day, and they take their anger out on employees, what happens to the family? If business and executives get divorced, you get the idea now. So keep this metaphor in mind as we progress through more of Simon's work. And I've got a couple more of his statements that I want to talk about today. Um, The first one is capitalism, as defined by Adam Smith, was infinite. But current capitalism is finite. And so I think that the point about Adam Smith um, is the fact that Adam Smith is rooted in idealism, similar to how most economists or even classically trained business people think. This plus this minus this times that equals X, Y, Z. Like there's a set formula and therefore people in their own self-interest of long-term sustenance, that's a fun Adam Smith word there, long-term sustenance, will mimic this formula. And we know this isn't actually how it works at all, yet for some reason we still cling to this idea. And Simon goes on to make the statement that modern capitalism is currently rooted in short-term profits. I've added the part, it's kind of like a pathogen sucking the life from its host. Simon also says a business that makes nothing but money is a bad form of business. So back to our analogy. If business doesn't care about his family, if executives feel neglected and they cheat on the business, and the kids get in trouble, employees get so bad they get kicked out of the household, or even end up in jail, and customers, well, they're always fighting with everyone else in the family. What happens in the long run to business? Another statement by Simon, the best strategy to get the most cherries has turned into chopping down the damn tree. And I just, I love this quote actually, because that's about what it's turned into. It's killing the golden goose to see if the golden, uh, to see if it's full of golden eggs, rather than just waiting for the goose to lay its next egg. It's employees eating all of customers' food. Just because the employee 
is hungry and neither parent say anything. Just let the kids duke it out, they say. Yeah, until one starves to death or is consumed with hunger, pain, and suffering. Simon talks a lot about Jack Welch. And um, he talks about how he failed because his interest was high performance over and over again. He was concerned with winning that he chose performer over trust and ended up focusing on output mostly, which ended up in an organization full of highly toxic high performers. And I thought this was interesting because I've read a book on Jack Welch and uh, it was a long time ago. And Jack is by the, by very, by, by many um, considered an incredible leader, like an example to be set. Yet I've always wondered how GE toppled so quickly after his exit, how that legacy didn't seem to stay. Was he such a great leader that he held an incredibly impossible situation together? Was he like Hercules holding on the two ends of a chain, going in two different directions, just trying to pull it together and keeping it together? And he did this Herculean effort to make something incredible out of something that otherwise would have fallen apart? Or did he create an incredibly impossible situation with no infrastructure to hold it together? And so as soon as he left the room, it all just toppled down like a house of cards. I don't know. I'm not a Jack Welch expert, but I'd like to know more. I'm curious. Simon says, build businesses that are strong and healthy enough to last. All right. Well, every decision that businesses and executives make regarding how they run their family, how they treat each other, and how they look after their children will make an impact for generations, just like you and your family. The question is, will they be just another broken family leading to more broken families, or will they set up set generations of successful offspring because of their family ideals, just like you and your family? Do they tell their kids no when they are being unreasonable, or are the kids brats? Do they discipline their children when they're being bullies? Do they condone lying? Do they require accountability? Your business is not a whole lot unlike your family. You kind of get what you nurture. Simon says, beating competition or contributing to a cause. Is this a household that is only focused on beating the Joneses? Are we only worried about what the neighbors have? Having and being the best compared to everyone else. Is perfection not perfect enough? Are you concerned with how we play the games? And the life lessons that we learn, or are we just concerned with our playtime, winning, and attention? And anybody with children in organized sports, you know exactly what we're talking about there. And I left out an important statement that Simon makes on purpose, because that statement deserves an entire discussion all by itself. And we're going to commit an entire episode, our next episode, actually, to it. It is a statement that this entire family analogy challenges and it has to do with in reality who comes first customers employees or business <laughs>